Wonderful, wonderful. 50 years, as we discussed last week. That's some major accomplishment in our short life spans here on this earth. But 50 years of God's faithfulness to Southside. I want to remind us that God loves a good celebration. I believe that the church needs to learn to celebrate a little more because all the angels in heaven rejoice when one sinner turns back to God. And in fact, the father always is looking for the prodigal to come home and throws a party whenever the prodigal does come home. But we're here to celebrate today, and I believe it is good, it is pleasing, it is right before God to do this, because we remember how he has been at work. Here's what the psalmist wrote. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to the Most High. You thrill me, Lord. You thrill me, Lord, with all you have done for me, for us. I sing for joy because of what you have done. Oh, Lord, what great works you do. Great is your faithfulness. Psalm 118. This is the Lord's doing, and it is wonderful to see. This is the Lord's doing, and it is wonderful to see. Celebrating what God has done, as Bill mentioned, becomes a launch pad of what he wants to do in the future, because God never changes. He has been faithful, he will be faithful, and God's not through here yet. While we choose to remember in this moment, we do so in order to anticipate what he will do. Years ago, I, pro- I was prompted by the Lord uh, to write a letter to my children and now their spouses on their birthday. And I've been doing this now for many, many years. In that letter, I reflect on the year past, allowing them to think about what's happened. I share with them what my life was like at their age. And then I challenge them to live intentionally for the Lord in the coming year. And that's our mission today. You know, the older I get, the more I see life as, as simply a compilation of moments that are put together. Some moments are not so good. Some moments are absolutely fantastic. But they together form then the storyline of our life and the storyline of the life of a church. And so as we think about this and we think about God preparing us for the next step in his plan, I think it's good and it's right to remember to reflect for just a moment on all that God has done these last 50 years. And that is our intent today. Are you glad to be here? I am glad that you're here. And let me just say that for the first time in years preaching from an iPad, my iPad is malfunctioning. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if that would work if I use yours exactly, but let's see if we can do this. This is really weird. Okay, well, good. So what we want to do is begin by rolling the clock back. Let's go back to the 60s and 70s. How many of you were alive back then? Okay. How many of you remember it back then? That's probably a better question. Well, in 1967, the Christian Missionary Alliance District bought property here in Southside, or at, that became Southside. The building was located on 2016 South 11th Street in Sheboygan. How many of you were familiar with that building? Wow, excellent. That became the meeting place of Southside Alliance Church. That's not the church, that's the meeting place of the church, right? It was an efficient beginning. The building served as both the pastor's home and the church. 
Can you believe that? The pastor lived in the church. It was a different day. And so, Les Conklin, the founding pastor, still doing very well today, sent in this video about the start of our church. Take a look at the screens. It's great to be with you this morning as you celebrate 50 years of God's blessing. I thought you might be interested in some of the events that uh, began the whole thought of planting a church in Sheboygan. My family and I were returning from a vacation, and we stopped in the district office to see Leo Barreth, the superintendent. He asked me if I was interested in church planning. And I said, well, I would certainly consider it. And then he told me about a building that had been purchased in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. So we flew down and looked around the city somewhat. And my heart was stirred. And I told him I would certainly pray about it. And as I prayed... God laid upon my heart that this is the direction he wanted me to take. So we moved to Sheboygan. My kids were young. And they were not quite sure they wanted to live in church every day of their life. They thought even when they're sick, they're going to have to hear their dad preach. My wife would be cooking during the services and the aroma just filled the sanctuary until one day somebody suggested that maybe she better stop cooking or invite everybody into the church for dinner. The church grew very slowly. At our first church service, we had 10 people. There were the Conklins, of course, and Judy and Jean Huber and uh, another older lady and her grandson. The district was a great help to us, and several pastors from the district came to the church and spent a week in visitation. They slept at the church, and the district superintendent cooked the meals. And that was a start in letting the town know about the new church. We continued to visit in the homes. And then a Billy Graham film came to town. And many came to know Christ as Savior as a result. And because I was the head counselor, many of them ended up at Southside. What a blessing these new converts were. They were so hungry, they were so excited, and they just loved to hear the Word of God. Now, our living room was separated from the sanctuary by folding doors. And what a wonderful day it was when we had to push those doors back, move all of our furniture to one side to make room for the number of people who were there for that service. As a result, the pastor and his family had to move out of the church to a parsonage just up the road. Now, as you look back over 50 years... What a blessing it is to see God continuing to work in your church. 
I trust that on this day you will recommit yourself to the work of the kingdom of God that will bring him to us one of these days very soon. May God bless you real good, and to God be all the glory. Marvelous. Do you remember Les Conklin? He was the extension director when I started ministry back in 1984. And so uh, God's legacy uh, continues. And Les wanted to, to remind us that home Bible studies played a large part in conversions and growth in those early years. And he said, just ask the Kretschmers about those studies. So Bill and Sally, where are you? Back here. Good. And uh, they are part of the fruit of those first Bible studies of Southside Alliance Church. Faithful ever since. We're going to hear from them a little later in our service. But I'm so grateful for that. All right, I'm doing something very different. I'm giving up on the iPad. I am preaching from paper. Okay. I don't know if I can do this anymore. It's been such a long time. All right. Well, following Les Conklin, there was Dale Johnson, Daryl Jacobson, and Lynn Davison, who faithfully served the Southside family all the way up till the 1980s. So we're going to kind of fast forward through that segment to the 80s. In 1983, now with an average attendance of over 100 people, uh, in addition to the church, was needed. And so the governing board approached the local bank for funding, and the church was denied funds because, according to the records given to the bank, there were no wealthy members at Southside. Hmm. Hmm. The leaders prayed, and since God was leading them to continue the process, so they decided they were going to move ahead anyway, even without any bank financing. That was faith. That was faith. The next week, the same bank was contacted again about a construction loan. This time, they approved it. God has been faithful to this church. So in 1987, just four years later, Southside successfully paid off the mortgage for the South 11th Street property. And the congregation throughout that time was looking forward, looking outward. An outreach Bible study met in a home and then at the Plymouth Fairgrounds, as an intentional church plant effort from Southside, and the result is now Plymouth Alliance Church. You understand the legacy of this church, both in Kiel and in Plymouth, a part, a rich part of our legacy. And the community Hmong church was a special part of Southside since the 1970s. And during the construction of that addition, I am told everyone got involved. This comes from Bill Kerwin, who was there firsthand. To, so to save money in, in Great Alliance fashion, uh, the existing bricks were salvaged from the old building to be reused in the addition. It was a slow process. The Hmong were instrumental in helping with that as the two congregations shared facility. While the men did the heavy work of tearing down the wall, others worked very hard chipping away at each brick to be used in the new addition. It was a different day, for sure. This was a picture, I believe, again, of God's faithfulness as the congregation worked together. This sealed the spirit of cooperation between Community Alliance, just down the street from us now, and Southside that continues through today. Same team. 
But God had even bigger plans, and I believe the greatest season of growth was about to happen under the leadership of Pastor Dan Croms in 1989. And so we are very thankful for you, your call to this church. We'll talk about that in just a minute. So let's go to the 1990s. Plans for expansion began in order to care for the ever-growing congregation. There was fervent praying every week by the elders for years. Much planning, long meetings, generous giving by many faithful people. And so in 1995, with an average attendance now of 200, the South 11th Street building was sold to the Hmong Community Alliance Church. How many of you remember that day? Wow, cool. Cool. Thus began the four-year journey of building our current facility. And you heard Pastor Dan share via video, uh, looking at uh, over a hundred different properties in that whole process. Uh, the church praying, looking, searching for just the right place. Southside moved to Sheboygan Christian High School and continued to grow, setting up, tearing down every week. Here you go. Four exhausting years, Peter and Marianne, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, but the church continued to grow. But with much prayer and many miracles, the land was purchased. Now, understand this, for those of you interested in numbers. Through his people, God raised $1 million in the first fundraiser through only 76 pledges from the people in this church. No pledge was over $40,000. $1 million was raised. A groundbreaking ceremony took place on this 13 and a half acre plot in 1988 or 1998 and on Christmas Eve 1999 90 I could get this right yet don't I 1999 right Christmas Eve 99 the first service was held here how many of you were here at that service wow wow that's cool that's very good during the construction and before the carpet was laid, the church met for a special Promises of God event. Everyone was encouraged to write their favorite Bible verse uh, on the floor here and on the platform. Those verses remain today so that those who followed would have an understanding, great is thy faithfulness. And we would literally be seated and standing on the promises of God and God's faithfulness to this church. And so you are seated now on those promises. And God keeps his covenant for a thousand generations. Great is thy faithfulness. So let's go to the 2000s. God continued to move as Pastor Dan continued to share his heart for the lost, his love for God's word and following God's plan. As his 18 years of service concluded, the church sent out Scott and Katie Wiggins and family to serve in the Middle East. In the following years, Greg Emley, Rick Cooney, Chris McKinster, and Jesse Doughty were all sent out from this place to pastor other Alliance churches across the country. Dave Ross was also licensed and served in several areas here at Southside. Currently, we are partnered with Belgium Community Church. Pastor Joe is here. He'll be sharing more next week with us. Uh, the restart of that church and what God wants to do in Belgium and how we can be a participant in that process. Wow. It's an amazing story. We've left out a whole lot. Understand that you can't compress 50 years uh, into seven, eight minutes very clearly. But you understand God is faithful. God will be faithful. And so in 2008, God called Cindy and me to this church. And we are so very grateful. There are some days when I wonder, God, why did you call us here? 
whoa. Uh, but most of the time it's like, thank you, God, for calling us here. Many of you have been a part of that journey, and we are forever grateful for the guidance and support, the love, the encouragement through the ups and downs of being in ministry today. Pastoring this church has opened my eyes and opened my heart to God to see things anew in different kinds of ways. But what about you? For many of you, God brought you to this church, and I truly appreciate those people who come to Southside who have a definitive sense they've either met Jesus or God has directed them here, and they say that to us. We believe God has brought us here for a specific reason. Wow. Wow. And I agree with that. That's the way that God works. Some have come to this church for a brief while. They have come and they have gone. Some have been here for a lifetime. Is that accidental or is it providential? It is all a working of God. I encourage all of us, seize the opportunity to grow right here, right now, for the reason that God has you as a part of this body at this time. Well, last year I was privileged to speak at the 50th anniversary of the Evangelical Church of Bangkok, where we were before coming here in Thailand. I was their 12th lead pastor in 50 years. Guess which number I am in 50 years at Southside. Take a guess. Six. Yeah, sixth lead pastor here. And I am forever grateful for God's call to serve here. Cindy and I have simply built on the foundation of the faithful men and women who have served before us and others who have been sent out from us. Bernard Chartes was a 12th century French philosopher. He wrote this. We are all like dwarfs seated on the shoulders of the giants. We see more things than the ancients, things more distant, but it is due neither to the sharpness of our sight nor the greatness of our stature. It's simply because they have lent us their own. And so we stand on the shoulders of those who have gone before, faithful men and women who have sacrificed much, who have prayed this moment into existence by their faithfulness. And I am humbled by that. We stand on the shoulders of those who have gone before us. Uh, Pastor Dan, I just uh, want to say personally to you, thank you for your service to our country. As an honored veteran, thank you for your sacrifice. For Dan and Sandy, I want to say from my heart to yours, thank you for the sacrifice of 18 years of serving this church so faithfully. That's a rare thing today. And much of the fruit of your labor is seated here and beyond And I praise God for your faithfulness in so many ways. And and Pastor Dan, I don't know if you want to say anything. (laughs) Was that a wrong statement? (laughs) A wrong question? (laughs) But as you enter into this season of your life, of reflecting back, thank you. Thank you. And perhaps there's something you'd like to say to, to those who are coming behind because of your faithfulness. This could be a mistake, John. <laughs> <laughs> Give a preacher a microphone. There we go. 
John, you said it was a sacrifice for us to be here for 18 years, and it was not. It was a joy. It was one of the greatest privileges of our life. And uh, I miss it desperately. I was able to retire in 2007 because of health issues. And um, God called you here, and I'm so glad that he did. And, John, definitely I can see your thumbprint on the church. And uh, that's great. This is a church which you lead, and you lead well. And I thank you for that. As I look across, I see old friends. No enemies. (laughs) They all left. (laughs) When I left, they said we finally got rid of them. So, no. Uh, I expect just tremendously great things for Southside in the future. As uh, you continue to connect people with God. And help them to connect with one another and uh, the world beyond. Uh, that is a good mission statement. And a statement that will never do you wrong. I encourage you to keep yourself sharp as an evangelism tool for personal evangelism. God does not use rusty, dull tools. And I can tell you that from my own personal experience. He's chided me, Dan, go over your outlines, go over different ways of talking to people about uh, the gospel, but keep yourself sharp because God only uses sharp tools. Some of you may have let your tools get a little dull, a little rusty. And we think of it being oiled and I think of the oil of the Holy Spirit upon you. You're not there. I don't know who you are, but I'm here to say, get back in the game. It's easily done. Just this week, I took out my EE outline and went over it again because, what, what was that point? Uh, what? And See, I'm, I'm, I'm getting old and wobbly, so I'm not remembering well, but uh, uh, I just want to encourage you to be personal evangelists. God puts people in your lives so that you might talk to them and help them connect with him. Sometimes you're going to water, sometimes you're going to plant, sometimes you're going to pull out some weeds, and sometimes God's going to have you there to actually help somebody find him. Be ready. I encourage you that way. Just always be ready. God wants to use you for a miracle. Mm. Be that miracle. Be that miracle. Amen. Thank you. Well, Scripture makes it clear to give honor to those whom honor is due. And... Uh, I just think we should stand and give proper respect to this couple.
Thank you. Thank you. All right. If you've been a part of Southside for, say, more... No, let's do that last. All right. Let's do this first. If you are a veteran, we'd like to recognize and honor you this morning. All right. So if you have served uh, in our military forces, Coast Guard, etc., would you just please stand? We'd just like to thank you for your service. Fantastic. Thank you. All right. If you've been at Southside, say, more than 20 years, now nah, let's start with 30. More than 30 years, would you please stand? Good. Wow. Okay. Uh, you, you can remain standing. If you've been at Southside more than 20 years, would you please stand? There you go. Hey. All right, if you've been at Southside more than 10 years, would you please stand? Okay, good. All right, if you're a human being, would you please stand? <laughs> nah, sit down. Very good. <laughs> oh, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. God's plan for you and me and his church have not changed. They will not change. Even though the people change, God's plan and will never do. We exist to connect people with God, each other, and our community and world. It begins with intimacy with the Lord Jesus Christ. And once we understand that intimacy, then we're prepared for mission, not before. And so as we are faithful to follow God's mission, our future is bright. How do I know this? Because God speaks throughout his word to his children in that way. Jeremiah records precious words in a dark time in Israel's history. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you hope and a future. Jesus promised he would build his church. Nothing can stand against it. So what is the essence of Southside? Well, if you just look around you, you get the idea. We are multi-generational. We are multicultural. We are a family. We come from many different church backgrounds, yet we worship the one true and living God. There are two things, and simply two things that draw us together. The first and foremost is Jesus Christ, what he's done for us on the cross. Do you know this Jesus? Do you love this Jesus? He's waiting with open arms. The second comes out of this intimacy with God. And that is our mission. Our mission together as a church. We are the body of Christ in Sheboygan and beyond. We are his hands and his feet to serve others. By visiting prisoners and helping widows and feeding and clothing the hurting by ministering both to the poor and to the prosperous, it makes no difference. By sharing the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ, that is our mission. Southside is a place where people serve, encourage, and love each other as evidence that Christ is truly in us. Now, God has blessed Southside for 50 years because we have not forgotten our first love. And our first love must be Jesus 
We have not forgotten our mission to be salt and light in a dark place. In Christ, south-sized days, our best days, I believe, are ahead of us. They are ahead of us. As we open our hearts to see what God can and will do, we rejoice because great is his faithfulness. Do you believe that? I do. Let's pray together, church, shall we? Father, we thank you. We thank you. And for the glory of God, our Father, to the honor of Jesus Christ, his Son, to the praise of the Holy Spirit, we have paused to look back before we would ever venture forward. We know there is no other name, no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. So in obedience to the clear command of Christ to go into all the world, to preach the good news to all of creation, we dedicate ourselves to completing, Lord, your great commission through the living out of your great commandment that we might love one another until the kingdom of this world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ and he shall reign forever and ever. Realizing it is our obligation to those who come behind us, to the next generation, to our children and our grandchildren, to train them and instruct them in the Lord. For the sake of those who will come behind us, we rededicate ourselves and this place to your purpose, O God. In obeying the command of Christ to love our neighbors, we dedicate ourselves to the fellowship of the saints, to the refuge of the weary, to the peace and the hope of the oppressed, to the comfort of those who mourn, and to the blessing of those who share in like faith. And so we, as the friends and family gathered of Southside, we are deeply, Lord, grateful for the heritage and the legacy that has been entrusted to us by those who have gone before us. We thank you for the love of the Lord which binds us together with you and to one another. And so we do covenant together before you, O God, by offering ourselves again to the work and the worship of our Heavenly Father, who alone is worthy, not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name alone be the glory, because of your love and your faithfulness through Jesus Christ our Lord, and together all God's people said, Amen. Amen. Peter, Marianne, do we stand on the promises of God? We are standing, standing on the promises. Standing on the promises of Christ my King, through eternal ages let His praises ring. Glory in the highest I will shout and sing. Standing on the promises of God. Standing, standing, standing on the promises of God my Savior. Standing, standing, I'm standing on the promises of God. Standing on the promises that cannot fail When the howling storms of doubt and fear assail By the living word of God I shall prevail Standing on the promises of God Standing, standing Standing on the promises of God my Savior Standing, standing I'm standing on the promises of God Wait for it now. Almost. 
Standing on the promises, I shall not fall. Listening every moment to the Spirit's call. Listening in my Savior is my all in all. Standing on the promises of God. Standing, standing, standing on the promises of God, my Savior. Standing, standing, I'm standing on the promises of God. Amen. Standing on the promises.